Hello, Florecitas. Welcome to the Miranda Rights Podcast. Hi, I'm Crystal. I'm Vanessa. We have the right to remain silent. But we probably won't. Hi, Mohad. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. We're recording late today. Yes, we are. <clears throat> we had a little disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> we, mm-hmm. had, uh, we had a girls' night. <laughs> mm-hmm. And slash girls' day. Yeah. That was that was fun. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> yes, it was fun. So I hope everyone had a great week. Uh-huh. Um, how was your week? My week was good. Um, it was not too busy. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, not too busy. Not yeah. too yeah. stressful. Yeah. <laughs> what about was, you? I well, I'm always busy. I feel like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you are. but it was it was pretty chill. It was That's a pretty good. chill busy. Uh huh. Um. Week, so, yeah, week. It mm-hmm. wasn't. There was nothing major happening. Cool. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm so excited! I got some stuff for uh, the office, my office. Oh, the mail. Stutter. Did you get that little thing, the yeah. envelope that yeah. you had posted? No, no, I wanted it, but I didn't get it. Oh, okay. it was like twenty dollars. Oh hell! I was like, I think I'll just ask Wendy to. Yeah, make it for just me. have somebody make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just ask Wendy to make it for me. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um. Oh, and we wanted to thank um, Gina. She yes has uh, is it Desert Glows Design? Uh huh. And uh, she made us some shirts. We oh yeah, some tank top. So oh, yeah. She got you. A, she made you a tank top, and she made me a shirt. Yes, and they're so cute. And yeah. we'll post pictures. We still haven't posted pictures of the cups that Brittany made us. Uh huh. The mugs, the coffee mugs. Yes. Um. Wendy made us some shirts too. Uh-huh. Oh my god, they're so cute. Yes, she did. They're um, so adorbs. I love them. <laughs> like, I love that shirt. It's like so comfortable. It is. Wendy, always get my shirts from wherever you got that shirt from. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, let's start this mm-hmm. shit show. Let's get started. Let's get started. Uh, well, this week's podcast was a case suggestion. By my coworker Jack. Ooh. I've named it the Crane Mystery. Ooh. Jack also suggested mm-hmm. Arizona's Most Wanted. Do you remember about Robert William Fisher? Oh, yes. Yes, uh-huh. he did that. Um, okay. That was a good case. That was. So, um, Jack is a listener, and he's my work boo thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His uh, wife, him and his wife will uh, send me care packages. Okay. <laughs> his wife sends say. me books and stuff. Oh, she, She's so sweet. I love her. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack and Jack's wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's so pretty, too. I told him, I was like, Jack, she's pretty. He's like, I know. I did good, huh? Dang. Yes, Jack a player? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, let's get on with the show. So let's delve into Bob Crane. He is the star of Hogan's Heroes, and this is his mysterious unsolved murder. Okay. June 29th, 1978, and Scottsdale, Arizona was like any other hot motherfucking day. Wow, Scottsdale. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So, Mujer and I were in Scottsdale this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, Scottsdale. So, sidebar, let me remind our listeners that we basically live in fucking hell. Am I yes, right? absolutely. I'm sure it was a nice summery day when the temperature reached 115 degrees. Like today. Yeah. <laughs> My God, it was 115 yesterday. It was. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you know, it feels like you stick your head in an oven and a fire-breathing dragon is breathing on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, nice summer day, June 29, 1978. Uh, Bob was supposed to have met his coworker Victoria for a lunch date slash meeting, mm-hmm. but failed to show up. Hmm. Bob and Victoria were both performing in Beginner's Luck at the Windmill din- Dinner Theater. I say diner. It says dinner. Whatever. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Anyway, mm-hmm. Victoria knew right away something was amiss when Bob didn't show up. Mm. So she decided to go check on him. <clears throat> Once Victoria got to Bob's apartment, uh-huh. she thought it would be a good idea to go on ahead and let herself into the unit. 
Kind of like Jodi Audius, how she would let herself into the doggy door of Travis Alexander's house. Uh, first of all, I can't ever fit through a doggy door anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And he had a pug, so it wasn't like he had like a German Shepherd or anything, like a big dog. I guess considering the story, she's like a little skinny bitch gonna be there. <laughs> she's a little skinny bitch. Well, yeah, she was skinny, but even, okay, could so a skinny bitch fit through Monthan? I don't think so. See, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. That's weird, huh? Yeah. Fucking Jody. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Once in, Victoria checked around and discovered her co-worker's lacerated body sprawled out onto his bed. Oh, so they it was she wasn't his girlfriend. No, they just worked together. But I'm sure she... I don't know. I don't know. If Why you would, ask me, I would, how is she going to let herself in, first of all? That's what I'm saying. How does saying. she have the key? Yes. How is she able to get in? Mm-hmm. Like, I think some shady shit was going down between the two. That's if you ask me. No one's asking me, but I'm going to give my Well, anyway. I am asking. <laughs> Let me grab a little uh, wine here. This sounds like mm. it's going to get good. Yeah. And I'm having coffee. I'm going to have wine right now. Uh-huh. But um, so anyway, um, she checked around and discovered his lacerated body sprawled out on his bed. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement was then dispatched to apartment 132A at Win- Winfield place in scottsdale arizona we should have mm. drove by there yesterday just to be nosy oh we should have that would have been about a cool it. just little field trip mm-hmm. next time yeah next time we're in scottsdale so um upon arriving investigators noticed that the murder weapon used to bludgeon crane's head was nowhere to be found <gasps> however an electrical cord had been tied around the victim's neck and that was all. And that was the evidence that was on the scene. Sorry, I had a burp. That was all the evidence that was there. Okay. So um, let's dive into Bob Crane's background a little bit. <clears throat> hmm. Just wanted to leave you guys with that uh, image of Bob Crane mm-hmm. sprawled out on his bed naked. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he was naked. naked. I don't know. <laughs> All I'm going to say, if that ever happens to me, please go in my drawer and throw away my dildos or something. (laughs) If that happens to me, throw away my phone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That too. Just smash it. Into a million pieces. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kidding. Please. There ain't nothing in there. (laughs) There ain't nothing in there except uh, pictures of my big old bruise, my big old massive bruise. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm an old bitch. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, Robert Edward Crane was born on July 13th, 1928 to Rosemary and Alfred Thomas Crane in Waterbury, Connecticut. Waterbury. Sorry, Waterbury. So he wasn't even from here. Uh -uh. Oh, shoot. Okay. Even though he was born in Waterbury, Bob grew up in Stamford, Connecticut. Mm. So by the time he was 11 years old, he had learned to play the drums. Skills. And while in high, and while in junior high, Bob and his friends would rally up the rest of the neighborhood kids and orchestrate these little musical parades. Cute. I know. They would just walk around the road, uh, walk down the road, parading their little hearts out. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I love it. <laughs> he apparently enjoyed the band geek life because while he was attending Stanford High, he participated in the marching orchestra and jazz band. Wow. Yeah. Crane graduated in 1946 and two years later enlisted in the Army National Guard. A year after enlisting, he married his high school girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think I believe they call that high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And Terzian. I don't know how to say her. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Her, mm-hmm. How to pronounce her name. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, by 1950, he had been honorably discharged from the National Guard. Oh, shit. That same year, Bob received his first gig as a radio personality host working for WLEA in Hornell, New York. Cool. I know, huh? <clears throat> Bob and his wife, Anne, had three children all together. And I'll name them in order of appearance, a.k.a. oldest to youngest. Mm-hmm. So the first being Robert David Crane. Mm-hmm. The second being Deborah Ann Crane, and the third being Karen Leslie Crane. 
Soon after he moved, they they all moved to Bristol, Connecticut to work for, so he could work for WBIS. And then after that, they moved to Bridgeport, Connecticut so that Bob could work for WICC. These are all radio places. And they moved a lot, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bob then took a job with CBS Radio hosting their morning show and moved him and his family all the way to L.A. in 1956. Los Angeles, a city of angels slash sinners. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know anybody from L.A. that's an angel? Uh, Hell's angels. (laughs) (laughs) They don't count. (laughs) Aside from that. (laughs) Not that I know any of them personally. (laughs) All I know are sinners. We have family in LA. In East Los. East Los. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, once in LA, Crane was able to turn his radio hosting gig into a number one rated morning show. What? Yeah, he did pretty well for himself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Crane bought some, brought something different to the scene. He was like an Eastern Spitfire. Kind of like us yes. in the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> exactly e- like that. <laughs> trying to get, uh, give credit to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. We uh, did gain listeners in uh, Taiwan. The Philippines, South Africa, Luthien, Luthania, mm-hmm. Luthania. I don't know how to. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. It's over there by Italy and shit. I'm just wondering how these people speak English. I want to know. know. But I'm so happy that they're listening to us. I love I it. Know. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like tap, mm-hmm. like trailer down. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, Crane fancied himself with being able to play the drums, which he often did during his morning show. Oh, cool. Bob was also able to bring in some pretty high-profile celebs to stop by the studio, um, i.e. Frank Sinatra, Bob oh. Hope, and even Marilyn Monroe. <gasps> what? I would have loved to have met her. I know. I aspire to be a slut just like her. I'm just kidding. She's- she seems like a good ten. She does, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> With those pills and that liquor, I mean, Jesus, she, who wouldn't be a good time? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Send them cocktails <laughs> down to a science tale. <laughs> Sorry for the kids that are listening. We are not good influences at all. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> the popularity of his hit morning show led to Crane being sought out to appear as guests on as a guest on tv sitcoms okay he bob was actually interested in becoming an actor so he was more than willing to make guest appearances wow bob's big break came in 1963 when he appeared as a guest on the dick van dyke show donna Donna reed who had her own sitcom at the time Uh uh-huh took a notice to crane as she watched him on the show. Uh-huh. She sought out Bob so he could appear as a guest on her own show. Uh-huh. When Donna propositioned him, Crane gladly accepted. <gasps> Bob was a hit after only one episode, so Donna offered him a job to remain as a regular character. Oh, my God. He was working two jobs by this time because he still maintained his radio morning show gig while working on the Donna Reed show. Wow. Although Bob's character was written into the script, he only stayed for about a year before leaving the show in December of 1964. Oh, my God. After his first initial TV sitcom stint, Bob stayed with his morning radio host gig. And then um, in 1965, Crane was offered a a starring role in a sitcom called Hogan's Heroes. So he left his radio hosting gig Uh to work on this. Like Hulk Hogan? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. So this sitcom was set in uh, POW. If you don't know what that means, it's Prisoner of War. A Prisoner of War camp in and it was like in the time during World War Two. Okay, gotcha. So this sitcom involved a lot of missions of Allied soldiers involved in mm. sabotage and espionage. In the sitcom, Hogan was the leader and did all this stuff right under the German soldier's nose. Mm. So Bob Crane was Hogan in that sitcom. Oh, wow. Mm. That's a pretty big role then. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've personally never seen Hogan's Heroes, but if I had to compare it to another show, I would say it is something kind of like MASH. 
Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. that show? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Mish. I like that. I loved that show. Really? It I was so funny. I couldn't get into it, but... Dad made me watch it all the time. Uh, Him and Nana watched it all the time, too. I remember Dad watching it, and I was like... Yeah. And he crap. always made us watch Star Trek. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I hate Star Trek. <laughs> I actually like Star Trek. <laughs> I mm. hate all those sci-fi and thing movies. Yeah, I'm into sci-fi and stuff, so... So, Bob actually composed and um, performed the introductory drum part you hear at the beginning of that show. Okay. Bob did so good on the show, he was nominated for two Emmy Awards, one in 1966 and the other in 1967. Yes. Unfortunately, he never received his Emmys. Oh. He didn't win. Pobrecito. Anyways. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, that is. Uh, while he was busying himself with this sitcom, Crane seemed to have caught the infidelity bug. Oh, <laughs> ooh, that dirty little bug. <laughs> Naughty little infidelity bug. I think that bug lives in my ass. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh so loud. <laughs> Um, and he started busying himself with other things. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Let me tell Do you. Do tell. <laughs> so in 1968, he started skirting around behind his wife's back. That with dirty little hamster? Yes. With a co-worker by the name of Patricia Olson. <laughs> mm. That bitch. Uh-huh. Her character's name was Olga in Hogan's Heroes. Okay. Oh, she was on the show too. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Dirty little hooker. Just mm-hmm. kidding. We all know how this goes down after people start skirting around. Mm-hmm. It never ends well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you say too. so. <laughs> I mean, it works out for some people. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I as well. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Anyway, so in 1970, he divorced his wife, Anne, of legit almost 21 years. What? Yes. Oh, like right shit. before their 21st wedding anniversary, <gasps> he slapped her ass with divorce papers. Oh. Yes, queen. Slap my ass. <laughs> um, with any kind of papers. <laughs> divorce, any kind. <laughs> Marriage, divorce. That sounds like a party. <laughs> Uh, that same year, he married that bitch, Patricia Olson. No, the, the lover? Ink, yes. The ink hadn't even dried on his divorce papers, mija. Damn. Before he went and married some motherfucking bitch. That bitch is good. She's good. Oh, she, she gets better. Ooh, you think yes. that's good. It gets worse. Ooh. In her case, it gets better. But <laughs> She should teach a class. She should. <laughs> she should. Hopefully she's not dead yet. Patricia, <laughs> teach us a class. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Patricia and Bob ended up having two kids. With... One biological and one adopted. Okay. Scotty was born in 1971. That same year was the last of Hogan's Heroes. Oh. So it didn't air after that. <gasps> Anna Marie. Anna Marie. Anna Marie. <laughs> Is Anna Marie here? Is Anna Marie here? <laughs> <laughs> Anna Marie uh, came soon after and she was adopted. Oh, their that marriage, was nice. Yeah, their marriage lasted about seven years because they divorced in 1977. All that work for only seven years? Yes. Ugh. I know. Did he slap her ass with divorce papers too? Or she yes. slapped his ass she, with divorce papers? That's probably her. She probably slapped his ass with divorce papers. Ooh, slap that ass. Because, I mean, <laughs> well, as I get on, like, you'll understand why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Paper cuts. Yeah. <laughs> According to sources, they were attempting to reconcile right before his murder. <laughs> so, um, moving on. Well, I think, okay, so let me just say this mm-hmm. before we go on. So he married her in 1970, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, they divorced in 1977. Mm-hmm. He obviously was um, not a faithful husband. Mm-hmm. So, um... Oh, he still wasn't a faithful husband to her? We'll, we'll get into okay. that a little bit. Okay, So, um, but, yes, like, yeah, he wasn't. Okay. So, to answer your question, mm-hmm. but the thing of it is, is, like, why would you want to get back with him? I Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to go into, like, um, theories, and I'll tell you my theory when I'm okay. done with this. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, 
well, moving along. So at the height of Crane's career, a.k.a. during Hogan's Heroes, mm-hmm. he was introduced to a gentleman by the name of John Henry Carpenter. Mm. John. 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 <laughs> Stamp John. <laughs> so John was a regional sales manager for Sony Productions. Oh. So this guy would assist celebrities with their video equipment. Okay. The two had struck up a friendship, and they would always go out and party together. Was he giving up that ass? John? Jan? Or? Bob? Bob. No. But oh, okay. Something we'll get similar. Into that. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So, Bob was like any other guy when it came to fame. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Once he had gotten a little taste of it, he turned into a man whore. Yeah. A.K.A. dog. He mm-hmm. was a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. So, in all honesty, he obviously didn't have an issue with wearing the big red A on his shirt. <laughs> Which would be... A for adulterer. For okay. the ones who don't know, the scarlet letter. Yeah, so not A for alpha dog. No, not A for alpha dog. <laughs> a for adulterer. <laughs> I didn't know that story. Fornicator! Yeah. <laughs> Fornicator. So, um... <laughs> I mean, a lot of women want a taste of all the perks that come along with even being a little famous, right? Right. People don't understand that you haven't hit it big until your face is on the silver screen. That goes for actors anyway. Silver screen? What's that? Like the movies. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> what the hell is a silver screen? <laughs> I don't know why they call it the silver screen. They just do. Uh-huh. Anyway, a.k.a. where Hollywood is, where all the pedophiles are. <laughs> <laughs> pedophiles and rapists. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Over there. Over there. Uh-huh. Um, anything before that is child's play. That's the way that I see it. So, yeah. like, if you're, like, uh, and I'm not, you know, dogging on actors. Absolutely not. TV sitcoms are, you know, they're pretty well-known. People love watching them. Yes. But they're not A-listers. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, that's just the truth. I'm not being an asshole. Yeah. They're I mean, not A-listers. Not A for adulterer. Yeah, not A for adulterer. <laughs> <laughs> or A for alpha dog. Yeah. A-listers. A for A-listers. <laughs> like, they're the top of the food chain in yeah. the actress, actor world. Right. Okay. But, I mean, so I think that, like, yeah, I mean, he had, to me, I just feel like people know you, but they're not like, like, okay, if you saw Denzel, how would you react? I'd be like, oh my God, that motherfucker's fine. Okay. Let me ride that face. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Or what if you, uh, what if uh, you met, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yes. Queena. And then what if you met somebody that. I read his face too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh-huh, and his body parts. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but if you met somebody that wasn't that big, that was, that you saw, okay, like uh, somebody that, you know, one of your favorite shows that uh-huh, isn't. Like Kingdom? Yeah. If you saw one of those actors, I mean, you'd be like, oh, my God, there's a guy from Kingdom. Yeah. But if you saw Jake, you'd be like, oh, my God, there's Jake. Well, like, I would probably rock out with his cock out also. Well, yeah. Or, I mean, yes, pretty much no, just anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you would prefer to be introduced be with, yeah, with, to an A-list. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. my whole point. So. Okay. Be, anything before that to me is child's play. Okay. Anyway. So Especially beca- probably back then. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of his 15-minute fame, a lot of women threw themselves at Crane. Ooh. And then throwing there, that ass. Throwing that ass. And then there was Carpenter, mm-hmm. ready to live off the coattails of Bob. Oh, yeah. For he was sure. living off the coattails of that guy. Hanging on yeah. to the coattails of him. Mm-hmm. Like we do with Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we do with you, Bobby. <laughs> you and Meg. <laughs> oh, my God. Bobby's exactly. so funny. He's so sweet. Um, anyway, so Crane would attract the girls and mm-hmm. introduce Carpenter as his manager. He'd be like, hey, that's my manager. He manages all of my stunts or whatever my guest appearances or whatever uh-huh. but see here's the thing like after after crane after hogan's heroes was done he didn't have any other major any roles other major roles like it was just hogan's heroes and then after that like he literally like he he guest star like he was a guest uh, appearance on some other shows uh-huh. and he even had his own um show the bob crane show uh-huh. but it only lasted like 13 episodes and then they oh, canceled okay. it 
Okay. I didn't write any of that in here, but going off of memory. Yes, uh-huh. going off of memory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like he wasn't any anything like big at this point. Right. But he did it he did it during Hogan's Heroes and he uh-huh. did it after Hogan's Heroes. Okay. Him and this John Carpenter guy. Okay. They would get these girls like like, hey, that's my manager, you know, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. And then they would tr- they would get the girls to trust them. And then they would both take them back to a hotel room or someone's apartment or, you know, side apartment where they got to fuck people. Uh And then, um, rape them, record their tag team victories with all these (gasps) pendejas. So all these girls would be like, they would be like, yeah, you know, let's go back to my hotel room or my Uh whatever, my apartment. Uh And then they would record each other having sex with this girl like they would tag team her and these girls would let them and this is back swear to god this is back in like so if you guys think that sluts have just started like this is not true sluts have always been around absolutely (laughs) (laughs) they've always been around always (laughs) and they're never going away Mm -hmm, not (laughs) So yeah, mm-hmm. they would record. They would what? record the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <gasps> those fuckers. Yes, and those girls were benehas because they just did it. Like, well, yeah, thinking that they're gonna be famous. Yes, they're probably exactly. Gonna get married. Yeah, to and then they probably or... thought, well, this guy's a manager, so he could probably get me an acting gig yes. or whatever, or a modeling gig or whatever. That's how dumb girls are. Anyway, uh, I'm one of those dumb girls. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> a bitch just might. A bitch. Just might. <laughs> Let me ponder that for a minute. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyways. Um, so there's some debate as to whether these women knew they were being recorded or not. Oh, shoot. So Crane's oldest son, Robert, would claim all the girls knew. Really? However, other sources say that the girls didn't know. They did not know and weren't informed until they were all called in after the murder. Oh, shit. And then they told them, like, you were being recorded. <gasps> and so they kept all these recordings. I was going to ask, where? They kept all of them. Oh, at Bob's house. <laughs> they oh. kept all of these. Like, well, back then it was like videotapes, like VHS yeah, actual, tapes. Like, yeah, VHS yeah, tapes. tapes. Yeah. So they, when they were investigating, which I'll say right now, mm-hmm. uh, the cops were like, well, what's this? Popped it in and it was fucking <gasps> Carpenter and Crane fucking, fucking everybody. these people. Yep. Fucking <gasps> these girls. Wow. Screwing to these girls. Sorry, mom. I know you Dang. don't like saying that. Grinding you on that wood to these girls. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like me cussing. Making mm-hmm. love to these women. Hey. <laughs> Fornicating. Fornicating. With these women. Fornicating. <laughs> yes. Fornicating. Eee. <laughs> So, uh, Crane and Carpenter had been doing this for a while. Oh, crap. This tag team duo sex recording pastime. <gasps> Carpen- Trains and such. Yes. <laughs> Trains and such. <laughs> Is that what they call them nowadays? I thought it was a threesome. Oh, maybe, uh, what do they call that? Well, it's a tag uh, orgy. Team. Orgy. Orgy. Yes. Orgy, threesome, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Trains. Mm-hmm. Trains. Gang banging. <laughs> Gang bang. Oh, that's another one. Tag teaming. Yep. i'm in you're out come on listen (laughs) hit me when you're done so i can get in on that oh my god that's embarrassing hit me when you're exhausted (laughs) oh oh, oh, oh. Oh my god anyway no (laughs) okay so he woke up to the sluts of high school that got tag teamed we're not making fun of you (laughs) (laughs) we are idolizing you (laughs) (laughs) we should have done this a long time ago just kidding (laughs) just kidding okay we're not like that anyway so crane and carpenter had been oh i already said that Uh so anyways so um carpenter had eventually become a national sales manager at akai i don't know what i didn't even look it up it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. maybe the acai no it's a-k-i-e oh oh i wait a-k-a-i sorry a-k-a-i okay akai okay a K-E. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> he would arrange his business trips to coincide with Bob's tours with the dinner theater gig. Because, so, like I said, Bob didn't have, like, after Hogan's Heroes, he was just kind of like, he never had, like, a stable gig after right. that. So he just did all these guest appearances. Okay. And then he ended up landing this um, 
windmill dinner theater mm. and i what i'm assuming the way that i understand it is that they did tours so they mm-hmm. would go from city to city mm-hmm. and do these dinner theater things okay gotcha. well so then carpenter would arrange his business trips oh. around his touring dates oh shit so that they could continue their tag team duo, uh yeah es- sexcapade or whatever right uh-huh. yeah so um, Carpenter was addicted to this labor of love, if you catch my drift. He was addicted. <laughs> he was obsessed with it. And like any other addict, could not or would not stop. No. So Carpenter had flown into Phoenix on June 25th, 1978, to spend time with his friend Bob and continue on with their recording shenanigans <gasps> until the murder happened. Dun dun. What? Yes. <clears throat> so once the murder had been discovered, the police, the Scottsdale Police Department had no idea what the fuck they were doing. <gasps> like they were so small, they didn't even have a homicide unit. Oh my God. A homicide uh, department division unit, uh-huh. you know, whatever. Uh, the crime scene was scarce with clues. Force entry was not found, and uh-huh. it was obvious that it wasn't a burglary because nothing was missing. <gasps> nothing of value, anyway. Mm-hmm. The Scottsdale police had their hands full. This was an extremely high-profile case. Mm. Like I said, Bob wasn't no Denzel, but he was still well-known. Like he, yeah, you know, <clears throat> yeah, that would be like us seeing an actor like on a Netflix series or yeah, something. Exactly. Like, yeah, like oh, the yeah. guy on you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not well-known, but. You've never seen that one, huh? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving along. <laughs> the serial killer one? Yeah. Okay, I've seen a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, I that need one. To, yeah, I need to finish that. <laughs> I was like, anyway. So, um, <laughs> so during the investigation, though, detectives did find Crane and Carpenter's recording collection. <gasps> at, so, at, uh, at Crane's apartment. At Crane's apartment. Yeah, so okay. they're like, I wonder what these tapes are. Let's just look at it. Let's see what they are. And Why they turn the it on. Why would him. he keep those? Because a memorabilia? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and probably it's like porn. <laughs> Paraphernalia. <laughs> I mean, it's like porn, you know, it's like um, amateur porn. Like, but they're probably still. like whacking off to it after, like uh, when, in, between in between the times the they didn't sessions. have girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, in between the he was sesh. like, I feel kind of horny. Let me pop in a uh, rub one tape. out. <laughs> Let me pop in my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite in Vancouver. This is my favorite in Phoenix. This is Finiquera. <laughs> In Texarkana. In El Chuco. In El Chuco. What's wow. that? What's El Paso. In El Paso. And uh, I don't know where else. Let's do something else. Um, in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, I think, I think I did the wrong uh, accent for that. But, okay. you know, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh-huh. So, um, once car... Oh, so, okay. So, then they found that. And then uh, they were like, well, let's see where John is. We need to locate him. They decided right. to locate him. And uh, once Carpenter was found, he uh, once Carpenter was located, they found out he had um, rented a vehicle. So guess <gasps> what? They impounded and took it in to get searched. Oh, crap. Okay. Once the vehicle search began, they were able to locate smears of blood. <gasps> the blood did not match Carpenter's blood type, but guess whose it matched? Uh, Crane's. Crane's. It matched Crane's. His name's Robert? Mm-hmm. Bob? Bob. Bob. Rob, well, his name's Robert, but they called him Bob. Bob, okay. <clears throat> so it matched Bob's blood. Mm-hmm. But because back then, they didn't have DNA, so they just did the blood type. Right. It didn't match Carpenter's blood type, but it matched Crane's blood type. Right. Okay. Um, And then, so... No one else was known to have been a passenger in that vehicle. So there was no else. There was nobody else to test. So due to the lack of evidence, amongst other things, like they fucking botched that case, mm-hmm. the Maricopa County refused to file charges. So the case went cold. They didn't file charges against Jen? Nope. What well, they didn't have shit. They just had freak. blood there, and then he could have probably he could have said like, "Well, he nicked himself, or he cut himself in there, and you know that's." And they where didn't the- say the amount of blood. Like, no, what was it smeared? Say, yeah, smeared. So I mean, that had to have been a oh, lot. Oh, and then there was more things found in there, but you're gonna. I'm telling you, they botched this case. Okay. They like 
effed it up so bad. Okay. Mama took me. It took everything in me not to say fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, fast forward to 12 years later, 1990, an investigator for the Maricopa County Attorney's Office by the name of Jim Rains mm-hmm. reexamined the evidence and had convinced the county attorney to reopen the unsolved murder case. Okay. Now, Jim used to be a homicide investigator. Mm. We're at. So he was, I don't know, I didn't say. Okay. So he was pretty knowledgeable in the whole system, mm-hmm. you know, cause, because he was a homicide detective and then he went to work as an investigator for the county attorney's office. Oh, okay. Um, he started with the blood that was found in Carpenter's vehicle. Mm-hmm. He sent the blood samples off to get tested for DNA, mm-hmm. which came back inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Because this was 1990. They, right. They, like, DNA was barely starting. Yeah. Then, while looking at photographs of the inside of the vehicle, he noticed brain tissue had been photographed in Carpenter's rented vehicle. Oh, really? So he went in search of those only to find out the tissue samples that were retrieved from that car uh-huh. had been lost. <gasps> no. Yeah. They lost they them. They had actual tissue samples? Yeah, brain tissue, brain matter. What in the freak? Ugh. Yeah. And then... Um, That's <clears throat> insane. Yeah. So, however, due to, the new dis- due to the this new discovery, thanks to Jim, a judge ruled the evidence was admissible. Car- Carpenter was then arrested and charged with the murder of Bob Crane in June of 1992. <gasps> oh, shoot. So, during the trial, Crane's oldest son had testified under oath that his father was ready to sever ties with Carpenter. Okay. Um, according to Robert, Crane had begun expressing his desire to be rid of Carpenter for quite some time. He was stating that John had become obnoxious, obnoxious, a nuisance, and he could no longer take Carpenter, Carpenter being a hang, hanger on. So I'm using air quotes, a hanger yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So basically he was riding off the coattails of him. Right. Robert also testified his father had ended his friendship with John the night before the murder. Oh, shit. Okay. The defense fired back, stating that the Scottsdale Police Department had been so sloppy about investigating the crime, which they had. Uh-huh. Um, the defense brought forth witnesses stating that they had seen both Crane and Carpenter having dinner the night before the murder, and they both ap- appeared to be the best of friends. But that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. what happened after? It could have happened after. Exactly. Uh, the defense also suggested that one of the women who Crane and Carpenter had videotaped might have been upset and murdered him, fearing he would blackmail them. The defense also brought up the women's husbands and boyfriends. If any of them had found out that they would also have a motive mm-hmm. to murder Crane. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the missing murder weapon. It had mm-hmm. never been found. Okay. So how could anybody be sure of who it was or what was used? Because the detectives believed that a tripod, like which basically means where the camera stands mm-hmm. sits on. So back in the day, they had like this three prong, like this three legged. It was like a triangle. Right. Like if you opened it up, it it looked kind of like a triangle, and then the yeah. like a yeah, like a triangle. But uh-huh. there was no bottom. It was just the three legs. Yeah, legs. Uh-huh. They still and have them now. Do they? Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, photographers have them all the time. Do they? Mm-hmm. Do they now? Audra, do they? Do you have one? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and then the the what is it? The video thing. The, the video recording. Yeah. What is it called? Video recorder. Video recorder. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> The video recorder. I don't know what they're called. Aren't they called something else? No, I don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> thing to record everything. <laughs> the gadget. Would, yes, the gadget would sit on top of the tripod. Mm-hmm. So the video The video. The video <laughs> So the comps believed that the tripod was used to bludgeon Crane's head. Okay. That's what they're saying was used, but they never found, found it. it. Okay. Um, supposedly, okay, so also supposedly there was an actor that Bob had a falling out with in Texas who swore vengeance on him. Uh-huh. So the defense ripped the prosecution's case apart. Like, oh, shit. they just 
just ripped it to shreds. Yes, absolutely. The shredder. The shredder. They shredded it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John Henry Carpenter was later acquitted of all charges <gasps> in murder in the murder of Robert Edward Crane. No. Yes, he was. So John maintained his innocence until he died in 1998. Ah. Uh. So after the trial, Robert, Bob's oldest son, then pointed the finger at Crane's ex-wife, Patricia Olson, (gasps) stating that Crane had left everything, his whole estate, he had left everything that he had, his whole estate, to Patricia. (gasps) He didn't leave anything to his kids at all, any of them, and he didn't leave anything to um, Anne, his first wife. Okay. Everything he left everything to Patricia. Oh shit. Patricia so, the first wife. No, that no, was Anne. Anne. Okay. The second wife. The second wife. Not to his kids. No way. So, yeah, not to his kids. Not he his only person. left it to her. Wow. So, um Robert wrote a book in 2015 called Crane sex celebrity and my father's unsolved murder so and even in the book he states that he believes it was patricia he thinks patricia went out to get him she thinks he yeah he murdered his he thinks that patricia is the one that um did the murder because she she was the only one that had anything to gain from it oh gotcha gotcha you know because like you know she had motive yeah she Mm -hmm. had a motive yeah so uh, Maricopa District County Attorney or Maricopa District Attorney stated they never sought out Patricia as a suspect and they are certain Carpenter was the killer. Mm. So <clears> then <throat> that was in 2015. So then uh, in 2016, news television anchor John Hook, you know, John Hook, uh-huh. that news guy, he's a local uh news celebrity here mm-hmm. in Arizona. <laughs> no, <bleh. laughs> uh-huh. um, He was intrigued by this case so much so that in November of 2016, he had gathered what was left of the DNA found in Carpenter's rental vehicle and sent it off for testing mm. since DNA had gotten like a hundred times better. Right. Uh, two DNA profiles were found. One of them was an unknown male and the other was too degraded to get any sort of profile on. What the hell? And that last test had used up the rest of what was less left of the blood samples that were recovered from Carpenter's rental vehicle. Oh, shit. So the case has remained unsolved. So it wasn't Carpenter's uh, blood sample. It doesn't, well, it doesn't say. Oh, shit. It just says an unknown, an unknown male. But, uh-huh. I mean, Carpenter could have had somebody else with him if, if, in fact, he was the murderer. Right. Right? Okay. Um, and that is the unsolved murder of Robert Edward Crane. Okay, so quick question. Yes, go ahead. Is there more? No, that's it. Okay. Oh, hold on really quick. I got all my information from wikipedia.org forward slash wiki forward slash Bob Crane. I only went off of Wikipedia this time. Okay. Cool. I'm sure that there's a lot more details that I um, failed to mm-hmm. include. But. But. I have a question. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Go shit. ahead. Yes, go ahead. Okay. I'm just going to talk over Von Trail barking, that little mofo. Um, so anyways, um, my question is, mm-hmm. uh, so if Patricia, yes, right, yes, uh-huh. did it, yes, or had him murdered or whatever, mm-hmm. well, I, if she did it, let's just say she did it. Okay. Why would uh, Bob, theoretically speaking, yeah, theoretically speaking, if Patricia did it, <laughs> yeah, if she did it. Mm-hmm. Then why would uh, Bob's blood be smeared? Well, they in Carpenter's, Carpenter's rented vehicle. Yes, rented okay, vehicle. Okay, so that's what I was gonna get to when I said I have my own theory. Okay. So theoretically speaking, I uh-huh. have a um, I have a theory. I think mm-hmm. that Patricia and Carpenter mm-hmm. were both involved in his murder. Okay, that's where I was gonna go with that. That is what I think okay. because. I have a feeling that the only reason they were going to quote, I'm using air quotes, quote, quote unquote, reconcile mm-hmm. was because I have a feeling that Patricia at that time was like, yeah, we're going to get back together. I love you. Mm-hmm. I want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. And then was like, here, sign this paper in case anything happens to you. 
everything comes to me. Because mm-hmm. your children are grown. They don't need anything. You can leave everything to me. Mm-hmm. And like a dumbass, he was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Because I have a feeling she was like, well, you need to get rid of Carpenter. Because look, listen. here, This is how women are. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women, dime, dime. women like to run shit. Mm-hmm. We know that. We're women. We We're like natural leaders. Yes. Those are leadership skills. Yes, they are. And I'm not bashing on women because I'm the same way. Like, mm-hmm. women want to run shit. That's mm-hmm. just in our nature. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling. And, you know, like, pretty much when a woman is married or mm-hmm. with, you know, has a husband or has a boyfriend, right, a significant mm-hmm. other, you kind of know when your significant other's friends have good or ill intentions. Yes, you know. I, agree. I agree. You just know. It's like um, something inside of us. It's like, mm-hmm. a, like an intuition. Mm-hmm. It's a woman's intuition. You just know. So I think she had been telling this guy. I think she had been telling Crane. Mm-hmm. Carpenter's not good for you. Mm-hmm. He's only around for the fame. You don't see it. Everybody else sees it. You're the only. And guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. Guys are dumb. Yeah. And I don't mean that, you know, offensively. Right. They just are. Yeah. Guys don't see past. They don't see past the pussy, basically. And well, not just that, but they don't see past their own ego. Like, they right. don't see any. They don't. They're, like, guys are like, oh, my friend would never do that to me. Meanwhile, yeah. your friend is trying to fuck your wife right. or your girlfriend. Exactly. That's just how guys are. Yeah. They're meanwhile, fucking, back at the ranch. Yes. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. But. So I have a feeling in the beginning, she didn't like Carpenter and she was telling Bob, like, look, John's not a good guy. He's only around because he, he has access to things that he wouldn't have access to if you weren't friends with him. Um, and I think Bob at the time, like you say, couldn't see past the pussy. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And guys are dumb like that. Like mm-hmm. guys are like, no. Okay. So if a guy's cheating on his wife, right? Mm-hmm. Guys are going to be like, no, this girl's a good girl, blah, 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 this and the third. Yeah, she wouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Boom, and she does. Yeah. So, I mean, and it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah. But, but a lot of the I times it does. 98%. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, I mean, and I think that um, while Bob and John were continuing their sexcapades, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Patricia and John started something up together. See, that's what I was going to say. That's where I was going with I that. I think they started something on their own. Oh, I think so, too. And I think she was like, well, if you just continue on being friends with him, you know, and John was probably telling her, like, I'm not doing anything. You know, he's the one that takes those girls. I'm yeah. not doing anything. I'm staying yeah. out of it. Lying to her the whole time. Yes. And she was lying to him the whole time, I'm sure. Yes. Because she was like, well, you know, if you get him, you know by himself and you murder him mm-hmm. i'll do my part i'll, I'll pretend i'm you. i'll pretend i'm reconciling with him have him sign over everything to me yeah we know once he's dead once you complete the murder you and whoever else then whatever i get i'll have it with you yes i we agree can, and we can be together i agree I agree. So basically, that's where I was going with it. I think she was a mass manipulator. Yeah, she was the mastermind. You know, because she had everything to gain. Mm-hmm. You know. Like so. Robert says. Yeah. And then Crane left everything to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure at that point, like, I think at that point, I do I do think that he was ending his friendship with, uh-huh. with John. I do. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. And I think he was doing it because he was like, okay, I'm done. Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm not making the money I was before. Right. I'm not going to get any more famous than I did when I was doing Hogan's Heroes. So I need to settle down. Like, right. I need to figure out what I'm going to do from now on. And then uh, he, you know, and then here comes Patricia. I want to reconcile with you. And he's right. like, okay, you know. And then- Again, not seeing past the pussy. Exactly. If she did um, mm-hmm. also manipulate uh carpenter into um you know him doing this deed the dirty deed you know offing bob or whatever yeah um again he was probably thinking the same thing he couldn't see past the pussy Mm -hmm. how much do you want to make a bet that night that they met that's when uh bob was like hey i can't do this oh yeah you know i think he did me and patricia you know we're gonna work things out like you said you know i just this fast life i'm not I'm running out of options. I'm running out of money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right? Uh-huh. I have and to start thinking about my future. Yes, I have to start thinking about my future. And then Jan was probably like, well, if you cut me off, 
I'll blackmail you with all those videos and I'll show Patricia. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it got started. So he was like, so Well, I maybe. don't think so because I, and the only reason I don't, I say that is because they, you know, he wouldn't care that he was blackmailing him with Patricia because Patricia already knew like, well, and Patricia. And if he, and if he said that, Oh, well, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yeah. Crane didn't know that John and Patricia Correct. were. Okay, yeah, yeah. He didn't know that. They if were that, trying, if yeah, in fact, if in that's fact, fact he did not on. know. Yeah. yeah. Because it sounds like, I mean, she could have been playing both sides of the fence. Oh, she yeah, was she talking was. out of both sides of her mouth. Yeah, yeah. she was. <laughs> yeah, she was. You know what I mean? I mean, this is that, all speculation yeah, on our part. Speculation. This, this is, is just yes. gas it. This like, is this just cheese me. us trying to play detective when yeah. you stay in our lane. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. Not today. <laughs> yeah. Not today. It's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, but I anyways, yeah. that's what I think. That yeah. I, was, I was going more along the lines that she was um, teaming up with Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I do. I think that uh, Bob was like, no, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do mm-hmm. this anymore. I need to, you know, make a life with Patricia. I need to... Um, I need to, you know, settle start, down. Yeah, yeah, I need to start thinking. I'm only getting older. I'm mm-hmm. not getting any younger, you know, because I'm sure it was like, what, four? In his, I don't even remember how old he was when he died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, when, when was his birthday? Um, did I say 1928? Oh, I thought it was 1913. 19, <laughs> no. But. Um, he, he died in 1978, mm-hmm. and he was born... 1928. Oh, okay. So, so it's like 50 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was in his 50s. Mm-hmm. 28. Like 52. 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50. 50. He was 50. 50. Mm-hmm. 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 Which is still pretty young. Yeah, still young. That's young to, to die. To so, be murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he was murdered. Okay, so who was the bitch that found him? Victoria. Victoria. Which was his supposed co-worker Yeah, they were from... just co-workers of, uh, from the Windmill Dinner Theater. Okay, I would never, first of all, like, I would never, like, take it upon myself to let myself into somebody's house. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just think like, that rude, that's rude. Like, I would probably call no, that to is do a rude. welfare check. Yeah, that is rude. But, like, I mean, if I felt like something was wrong, like, if I if I felt like... Again, with the woman's intuition, like something's yeah. not right. I would just let myself into your house, and I would expect you to do the same thing right, for me. Right, like you know, just walk in. I don't give a shit, you know. Right. But no, don't walk into mine. I might begin dick or something. I'm not answering. <laughs> well, the no, phone. I mean, I, I know better. Like I, what I'm saying is, like, if I don't hear from you for a certain amount of time, like then right. something's wrong because we yeah. talk every single day. Yes, we do. So if I don't hear from you for like a day or two, I'm like yeah. something's wrong. But how does she have access to his apartment? <sighs> if I know. Uh, they were probably having sex. Girl, they were probably getting it on. He was probably still up to his old tricks with the infidelity bug. I don't know. <laughs> Have the infidelity bug planted in his ass. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable just going into my coworker's house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I my mean. My coworker? No. Right. You, yes. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, my coworker. I would not. I would not yeah. feel comfortable. I would call the police yeah. and be like. You need I to need come a health to a welfare, welfare check. check. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm worried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. I would just walk into Honey's house. <laughs> and be like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> down the door. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> that would be like us letting ourselves into Wendy's house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, like, I mean, you know when something's mm-hmm. awry. You know when something's not right. So. True, true. True that, true that. So... I don't know. But even still, I would call right. the cops to do a welfare check. I would not For go sure. into some my coworker's house. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If it was somebody close to me, different story. Yeah. Even but. my coworkers that like I'm close to, I, I don't yeah. think well, I would yeah. feel comfortable enough to do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean? you know, you just you're just kind of like that's that's their that's their domain. That's their right. place of, you know. Yeah. Where they like to 
Get down like Julie Brown. <laughs> so. Wow, that was pretty good. That's good. crazy, though. It's crazy, I huh? can't believe that it's unsolved all these years. Yeah, has never been solved. But so the DNA that came back, it was an, an unknown, unknown male. male. So that's what but I'm saying. But they didn't have think... uh, Carpenter's, John Carpenter's DNA at that point? Well, I'm sure they had his DNA. But it was an unknown male, so it wasn't John Carpenter. Okay, okay. It had to have been somebody else, which is which I meant to say earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I think that him and Patricia had this scheme of like getting um, somebody else, to somebody do it. else to go with them to get you know. Right. So I think he had to lure Bob out of his apartment. Right. Went right. took him to dinner. And what I think is he had, he probably dropped somebody down the road, like uh-huh. dropped him off down the road and said, get into his apartment. This is how you get in. Um, well, I'm going to take him to dinner. And then when I drop him off, you know, you and I will, right. will like go at him, uh-huh. which is what I think happened. I think yeah. that they went to dinner and then Bob was like, I can't be friends with you. I just can't do this anymore, blah, blah. And then Bob probably played it cool like okay you know that's yeah. fine i understand hey let's go and have a drink before right. we part ways you know whatever then when they went in the guy was waiting for him yeah and john was there you know just to make him feel quote-unquote comfortable right but I mean, he couldn't be shady so then yeah. he probably went and like beat the shit out of crane with the right. tripod or whatever uh-huh. they got you know they both left in carpenter's vehicle uh-huh. with the tripod and then Carpenter dumped his ass off somewhere. So did it say why they thought he was beat with the tripod? Like, why a tripod? Because I think they found, like, video equipment, but there was no tripod. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, gotcha. They were like, so then they just assumed. Assumed. That it exactly. Uh-huh. They just assumed. So it's no concrete. It's not concrete. Yes, it's not. It's all speculation. So now, mija. But the, I've seen people, like, convicted on less than that, even a car. Like, I mean, the car was in his name. I mean, come on. Yeah, he rented the vehicle, and there was blood in there, and it was Bob's blood. Right. And there was brain tissue in there. Oh, hello? I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was Patricia and they, She was a mastermind. I think I she think. was a mastermind. And then I think, like, once all this shit went down, I think things went awry with them. Like, things didn't go of well. Course. And then... They separated. And well, she got her whatever she was she getting, right? She got what she wanted, yeah. yeah. Oh, his Damn. whole estate. And then Look she probably told John, like, here's a little bit of money. Get the fuck out of my face. Right. And if you come after me, I will tell them it was all your idea. Right. And give Blackmail. them all this evidence to uh-huh. prove that you killed him. Yes. That's what I think. And so Damn. he just kept his mouth shut. So what about the... Because um, you know how dumbass men are, me, how they're not going to open their mouths for yes, some bitch. Uh-huh. They're not. They're fucking stupid. Yep. These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> <laughs> These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> no, they're not. They ain't loyal at all. Dang. Mm, yeah. That was so. good. I know. It was just... Oh, I was having a hard time getting into it. But once I did, I was like... It's oh good. God, it is. It's a has good... A lot, has a lot of scandal. Que scandalosa. Yes. Yeah. It has a lot of scandal. A lot of sex. Uh-huh. Sex sells. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Hey. <laughs> what about the gals? The sex... The sex uh, gals. The... Oh, it didn't say anything else about them. Wow. I don't... Like, I don't know. I think... But all what, that ass for nothing. Do you think that they knew? <laughs> do you think they knew? I think some of them knew. I don't think all knew of them what? knew. That they were being recorded. Oh, pfft. Back in the day, back in those days, and big ass video recording things, they're like, oh yeah, how could uh, you like not a big know? ass boombox sitting on your freaking back? For real, I forgot about that. On your shoulders. I'm just, I'm so stupid. I think that everything was small then, like it is now. No, but it's true. How could you not see that? And okay, even this. Okay, they're so big. I mean, you would have to angle it just perfect, like to shoot where. Well, I'm sure it's they at. did. I'm sure they had it like set up. Whoa. And what they probably told them was like, it's not even on. Yeah, exactly. It's not even on, so yeah. You you know, don't worry about that. It's mm-hmm. just there just for looks. Yeah, cuz think how back in the day old that was. Mm-hmm. That'd be like a big old boombox in the 80s that people used to carry on their shoulders. <laughs> oh my god. And I you love don't know things. that. And well, I didn't know there was a radio nobody <laughs> told. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that radio worked. <laughs> yeah. It was only blaring in my ear, but <laughs> exactly. I didn't know it worked. <laughs> So. Oh my God, I'm, I love anything vintage. So we went to Walmart the other day and I told Mariah, they have like this, um, this, um, like a vinyl record type thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, 
I think you can um, put vinyls on there and you can listen to them, okay. but it's also Bluetooth. Yes, I've oh seen my god! That. And so, I was like, we were walking. I don't know where we were at. Or we were we were in the electronics and we were walking by it, and I was uh -huh. like, oh my god! I said, if you guys want to get me anything for my birthday, get me this. Uh -huh. I love it. So Mariah took a picture of it. So I hope she gets it for me. Oh, cute. <laughs> she's like, she's like, really, mom? You like this stuff? And I was like, I love vintage things. Mm -hmm. I love record players. I love anything that has to do with the 80s. Like, I know record players weren't in the 80s, but. Yeah. Well, I think there was more cassettes that were in the 80s. Yeah. They were more, vinyls were more in the it 70s. Like Boombox and cassettes yeah. in the 80s. But I love vintage things. Like, I love record players. I love, you know, cassettes yeah. and all that stuff. So bit mm -hmm. so hopefully she gets me that for my birthday cute i know so excited i was like oh, i hope she gets it nice i deserve it god damn it you're like <laughs> i am your mother <laughs> so anyways like i was saying yeah <laughs> i got rudely cut off <laughs> i wasn't even paying attention to the time but anyways like i was saying um i deserve it and i was like i don't even want you around but you're still here so i deserve it for that reason <laughs> Or Mariah. She's like, whatever. <laughs> She's all shit up shit or else you're not going to get shit. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, sip. Mm, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that that's it. I, I hope you guys liked that one. That, that was, was a I, pretty good one. I couldn't really get into it in the beginning. And then like, I was just kind of like, you know what? Just And then once I started like delving into it, I was like, oh shit. Uh -huh. It was really good. And I really think that... Uh, his ex-wife had something to do with it. Yeah. I really do. Well. I think her and John. Yeah. That's what it, it sounds like. Crazy. So, if you people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you guys are interested in ordering um, stuff from Wendy, uh -huh. she is at uh, Kayla's Creations. Uh-huh. I forget I what it is. I I always forget. I just I just tag Wendy all the time. I'm like Wendy, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, it's Kayla's Creations, I believe. K a y k l a a apostrophe s. Uh, are you on Instagram? Uh, Facebook. Let me see. Oh yeah, here he is. Kayla's Creations. Yep. I knew it. Mm -hmm. Kayla's Creations. She has an Instagram and a Facebook page. And, um, yep, Kayla's Creations. Mm -hmm. K-A-Y-L-A, huh? Uh-huh, apostrophe, apostrophe S. S. She has really good stuff. Mm -hmm. She does most of our merch. Um, and then also we have Desert Design Glows. Mm -hmm. Desert Glow Designs. Mm -hmm. Let me on. make sure. Desert. I think it's... Um, I think she's on Instagram. We follow her on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram? Yeah. Okay, uh -huh. let me see. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm so bad with these names. Like, Desert I just know them by their actual names. <laughs> Glow Design. Designs? What Designs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go it's right like here. Desert Glow Designs. Mm-hmm. Desert Glow Designs. She has an Instagram and a Facebook page. Um, yes, she does. Go yep. order stuff from them. They they do really good work. Yeah. So very very. And good. then we had another listener state that she wants to. Um, she offered us some shirts. She has really good stuff too. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Okay. Uh, look under Leanne. Mm-hmm. It should come up. Like I don't remember her. Leanne Clara. No. Oh, okay. L E A N. Uh huh. N? Maybe. Oh. Oh no. No, she's not coming up. Let me see. Are you on our our on our podcast? No, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, but are you on our are are you on our oh, podcast? Let me see. No, I'm not. Okay, that's probably why you can't find her. <laughs> like when? <laughs> okay, hold on. Leanne. Look for go. Just put at and then L E. She should come up. At. L E A. Let me see. I don't know. <laughs> this is why I don't do this shit. <laughs> Mohead is like, what? I'm like, I don't get it. Mm. 
Let's see. All Eyes on Tease by Lee. All That's Eyes on... All Eyes on Tease by Lee. So it's A-L-L-E-Y-E-Z-O-N-T-E-E-S-B-Y-L-E-E. -E 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 -E. Okay, yeah. I would never remember yeah. that. It's cause, probably because you've never searched her before. Yeah. So, yeah, she has really cool stuff, too, to sell. Um, and um, go on Etsy, Brittany, Brittany Brew. She has um, the, brew, the Brew Company. That's her, um, her stage name on Etsy. She's the one that made our mugs. She does really good work, too. Yes. Um, and... I don't know what else. I think that's it, huh? Yep. So anyways, if you guys want, you can follow us on our social media accounts. Mm -hmm. um, our Facebook is the Miranda Rights Podcast. Um, Instagram is the Miranda Rights underscore 19. Twitter is at capital T, lowercase h-e, capital M, lowercase i-r-n-d-a, capital... R lowercase g h t s, and then um, our email. If you have any case suggestions, are it is the Miranda Rights twenty nineteen at gmail dot com, um, and our website. You can go on our website. I need to get on there. I haven't been on there in a while. Mm -hmm. And um, our website is the Miranda Rights Podcast dot com. Yep, it's pretty cool. Go check all that stuff out if you like us. Please yep. rate and review us mm -hmm. on Facebook. Share. Mm -hmm. Share. Um, like, comment. Yes. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Follow, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. All our stuff. You can rate and review us on Facebook and Apple Podcast. Mm -hmm. We appreciate good and bad reviews. But if it's a bad one, you have to pay us $25 prior yeah. to... Posting a bad review. Posting a bad, <laughs> a bad review, yes. We charge you, motherfuckers, to post a bad review. So, anyway. Have a nice week. Yes. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thanks. Bye. Bye.